Hello and welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Stores, and with me as always is... Scads Dankins. Wow. Scads Dankins. I fucking love that, by the way. Yeah. Welcome to the show, and... Thanks. Rob Morphy. Thank you all so very much for joining us. We are in the mist. The mist. Or midst. Midst. Yeah, I would say yeah. whatever. We're, in the yeah, mist. No, we're not in the hazy fog or vaporous yeah. fucking The old cloud. ones have come back? Or yeah. maybe it is because of the uh, coronavirus. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm bring, you know what heaven. I'm bringing it? I'm, you know what I'm doing right now? Staying topical and staying current and staying new. That's why the kids love you. They do. Because <laughs> we're yeah. currently in a hysterical fucking state right now as a people. But we're here to tell you, wash your hands. Yeah. Or you're just going to get it and you'll yeah. get over it. For the most part. I, yeah, yeah. Or we're all going to die. Or we're all going to die. And guess what? Eventually, that's the outcome anyway. I do not yeah. think this is going to be a stand-esque global pandemic that will slaughter billions. I hope not anyway. I'm not trying to jinx it here, but I think I'm just going to continue on. And, no, listen. You know, if you're elderly yeah, or you have the compromise immuno, like sure. possibly me. Yeah. Like Chris. No, no, I worry just, about Chris Just keep a, a slightly wary eye on what's happening. Vigilance. Yes. Yeah, wash your hands. Apparently, and hygiene. Don't, you can't touch your face. I didn't. I touch my face all the time. I, I know, stroke my beard habitually. <clears throat> yeah, I, I know. punch myself in the face. Yes, he yeah. does every couple minutes. Yeah, so it's wash your hands. Check. Uh, wash your hands. Don't uh, don't punch yourself in the face, and also don't touch your face. Um, I can't not. And uh, you know, just be smart about yeah. it. I guess. Yeah. Cut down on ass to mouth. That's going to be a problem. Not because of coronavirus, just in general. <laughs> I was trying to figure out know, how to man. correlate like, this to coronavirus. But no, yeah. I'm just saying that's a good it, life it, recommendation. Okay. I mean, yeah. if, if that's your style, that's cool. But don't shame other people if they're into it. That's kind of uh, no, fucked no, up on listen, your part. No, listen, I didn't say that. I was shaming them. I was just suggesting maybe just calm your S- a Simmer bit. down a little. Cool. I think okay. maybe we should stick to wash your hands okay. and don't freak out. And just everything's going to be okay. And if not, you know what? We're all going down together. If not. It's cool. We'll be in a bunker podcasting. It's going to be a fucking tailgate party at Heaven's Gate. And or the Dark Lord below will be greeting us all with open scaly arms. Yeah, so there you go. Rippling red. I don't know. I I mean, I've seen some medieval paintings where he's covered in scales, so maybe I was just jumping on there. We don't know. Probably octopod-like appendages all right well uh you know and so you know what uh south by southwest just just got canceled uh, emerald city comic-con got canceled which fucks me out of some pop things that i was looking forward oh, to doing but whatever but you know what that's yeah. a good thing because it's it, you, you take the fucking precaution yeah safety do first you motherfucker do. as right. is the protocol and if you're on a boat right now and you're stuck off the coast of california because 19 people on there have it and you're kind of fucked it's okay you're gonna get off yeah and you're you gonna are. be fine you're gonna be good and enjoy the ocean while you're out there yeah exactly do some fishing get there some sun go fish moral of the story is wash your hands don't touch your face and don't freak the fuck out but keep posting those memes on our facebook group because i sure do appreciate them yes you do hellerspace hellerspace.com check that out to get your merch uh there's a sale every month we'll post that up when that's going to happen so check that out there patreon patreon.com slash kryptonaut podcast one dollar is a shout out five dollars is a shout out and some bonus audio we have some shout outs to do boys are we I ready? I cannot wait. Nessie. Oh, yeah. the best. That's it. Oh, Simply the all best. Right. Nessie. That's OG. Wampa Builds. Oh, <sighs> wow. Wampa Builds. Check I it like out. It. There you go. Uh, Chandler. 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 Thank you, Chandler. All right. Ryden. <clears throat> sorry. Randy Hardenbrook. Randy. I almost called you Ryan. I fixed it. You're Randy. You're not Ryan. It's <laughs> true. All right. <laughs> he probably knows better than any of us. Wow. And thank all you, right. Randy. Maxime. 
Maxime. Maxime. Yes. All right. And this now this is the second shout out. Okay. Because this guy got shouted out for his YouTube contributions and he buys all the merch. I'm talking about our boy B Dang. B Dang. Now, I believe last episode I may have said it was AKA Megalodong. Yes. It was Megadong. Oh, oh, just Megalodon. Oh. oh, you made a dinosaur <laughs> out of it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, I didn't mind the mistake, but all right, let's be legit. All right, it's Megadong. Megadong, aka B Dang. What up, YouTube dude? Thank you so very much. Continuing on. I am gonna steal Megalodon though. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to. It's great. Oh, you can't just be lying oh, yeah. out there unused. Yeah. No, that, that's a species. Uh, next, you have Rick Goltieri. Goltieri. If we fucked your name up, Rick, let us know. Yeah, you'll get okay. a double shout. There Thank you, you Rick. And closing it out here, we have Michael McAvoy. Nice. There it Perfect. is. So there are our Patreon shout-outs for this episode. Thank, Thank you all. all so much. Everyone that supports us on Patreon and, of course, everyone that buys a T-shirt or any of the swag, you guys are the effing best. Thank you. This week's episode, um, I've been actually wanting to do this for quite some time. Yeah, you've been bringing it up literally yeah. since Word Go. This one's this is this is a fun one, and this comes from the wonderful world of West Virginia. It does. Which it's is second only maybe to Ohio. Yeah. For, well, maybe even tops in terms of the weirdest of shit that goes on in the paranormal world. So this week we're talking about the headless horror of Grafton. In the same year that the now legendary Mothman and its paranormal brethren swooped down to terrorize the citizens of Point Pleasant, the state of West Virginia played host to an equally unnerving, if much more obscure, cryptozoological phenomena that reared its staggeringly bulky yet remarkably headless form, triggering a region-wide monster frenzy that almost inexplicably remained all but forgotten until it was rediscovered at the tail end. Of the 20th century. Facts. Chicken. Yo, it's facts and chicken. There it is, facts and chicken. We're going to West Virginia. We're talking the headless horror of Grafton. And real quick, I'm just going to say this on Fallout 76. These things are a cocksucker. I believe that. I don't like fighting them. They're a pain in the ass. There is some new Fallout 76 shit happening in April. We got NPCs. We got a storyline. Shit's going down, Rob. You are way too excited. Yeah. All of that information on me. Am I excited for people that enjoy it? Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you because I was very disappointed in this game. Not anymore. I pre-ordered the fucker and played by full fucking price. Well, sure. I mean, you're a gamer and a crypto aficionado. Yeah. yeah well, I'm gonna get mine. Right. What's gonna happen, Robert? Bring us to the wonderful world of West Virginia. You got it. Thank you. West Virginia has more than its fair share of bizarre beings and anomalous animals. From Flatwoods Monster and Mothman to Wampus Cats and Sheep Squatch. Fan fave Sheep Squatch. I know. All great. But one of the weirdest has got to be the hulking monstrosity that was seen in 1964, just over 150 miles east of Point Pleasant, in the small, isolated community of Grafton, West Virginia. Situated near the Tigart Valley River, and bordered by dense forests, rolling hills, and lush acres of verdant farmland, the city now known as Grafton was established in 1856 as a convergence point for the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad, made famous on Monopoly boards the world over as the B&O Railroad, my favorite, obviously, body odor, and in its prime was considered to be both an affluent mining center and a railroad boomtown that was essential to the regional coal industry. That's a great little piece of history. It's a hub. It's a hub. It is an active hub. Yeah, in West Virginia. Yeah. Doesn't remain that way. No. (laughs) No, clearly. Never does. Never does. Yeah, no. Nope. No. Grafton continued to prosper, peaking to a population of 8,517 citizens in 1920. 
But, as is so often the case, the boom eventually went bust in the 1950s when many of Grafton's plants and factories closed down, and by the time the 1960s had arrived, less than 5,800 souls remained. It's all those goddamn so long-haired hippies and their sandals and I don't their think in smoking <laughs> marijuana <laughs> cigarettes. Birkenstocks. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's a problem in Grafton, West know, Virginia. Man, yeah. And I yeah. certainly don't think it resulted in the closing of industry. Saying, dude, this is what happened. Right, so yeah. Yeah. Fine. The hippies are blamed. They moved in, and they're like, oh, dude, fucking smoking dudes, bro. Cole's bad. And then fucking everyone left. Wow. Yeah, dude. You Cole have no bad. idea dude, of chronology, bad. do you, man? Whatever, man. Two sandals. Dude. <laughs> okay. Cole's bad sandals. <laughs> <laughs> that's their best hippie impression, I oh guess. Oh, my God. That's a yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Cole, so dumb. Nailed, I would wear it. Nailed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well done, Chris. Yeah. Cole, Cole's bad sandals. You're welcome. This population consisted of various women, men, and children, and for an extraordinarily brief episode in 1964, one exceptionally large and totally bizarre beast. I was wondering why you were talking about women and men and children. I was like, what is there? Because we're talking about the population. And then you brought it, and I like it. There's a totally bizarre beast. Totally. I'm there, dude. I'm glad. All right. Known by several names, including the Grafton Monster, the Beast of Grafton, and my personal favorite, the Headless Horror of Grafton, sometimes also known as the Headless Horror of Riverside Drive, Ooh. which is kind of fucking Kind awesome. of cool. Yeah. Yeah. The existence of this utterly unique entity languished in the scrapbooks and waning memories of the few remaining residents who could recall the massive uproar caused by the thing's swift yet memorable appearance. In fact, the only evidence that these events transpired at all was a pair of yellowed news clippings consigned to a nearly forgotten file that was tucked away in the back room of a local library. That would be until a dedicated Fortean researcher managed to unearth the account in the mid-90s. So this isn't like super mm. duper new but it was discovered like, like like 30 years later in the 90s it was yeah definitely yeah. rediscovered like it did not get the fanfare right. obviously of flatwoods yeah. or mothman or any of the other big monster flaps that happened it's around weird the united states it's, it's literally in the same area like it's right yeah, west virginia is no. not well, big at yeah. all like it's you would think that they would just lump it in but all right cool and it did get lumped in by some people and we're going to get to that in a minute but right. it just did not catch fire in the same way cool. for whatever reason sweet The researcher was the sorely missed author and cryptozoologist Mark A. Hall. He passed away in 2016. He did a lot of great work in memoriam. R.I.P. Mark Hall. Yeah. Who in 1995 found himself in West Virginia's Clarkburg Harrison Public Library, surrounded by the vast stacks of books, magazines, photos, and most intriguingly, unpublished files that made up the official archives of one of West Virginia's most notorious natives, paranormal chronicler and investigator, Gray Barker. Oh, our good friend Gray Barker. He's popped up a couple times in our podcast. And I'll be mentioning it now. All right. Barker, among his many exploits, was the author of over 300 books and magazine articles about everything from mysterious monsters to anomalous alien encounters. Presciently, he noted the possible connection between the tragic Silver Bridge collapse and the sinister supernatural come cryptozoological critter known as the Mothman in his 1970 book, The Silver Bridge, which presaged John Keel's much better known The Mothman prophecies by nearly half a decade. I'm talking old school here. This dude was the Going first to bring back. that shit to the forefront. All right. Indisputably, Barker's most significant contribution to Fortean lore came in the form of his 1956 book, 
they knew too much about flying saucers. Yeah, that's awful. Which for the first time introduced to the masses the equally fascinating and frightening concept of the often treacherous men in black. So we owe MIBs at least the initial idea to Gray Barker. What up, Gray Barker? And the name technically to John Keel, because I think he coined the phrase, but it was Barker that introduced the concept worldwide get the man get those books jump on amazon grab them books they're all awesome and support these guys yeah well they're dead but, yeah, but still i mean support, support their support heirs the work. yeah support the work yeah definitely they have estates and families and shit give them, give them a couple bucks surely his contributions were not limited to the written page as barker was one of the first investigators on the scene along with ivan t sanderson oh, nice. following the now celebrated flatwoods monster incident and he was also responsible for introducing the world at large to the insidious and evidently alien exsanguinator known as the vegetable man oh, oh no classic that dude. classic kryptonite not sure what episode that is but check it out Indeed. it's there <laughs> i think it's in the first 15 maybe yeah it's early know. it's early yeah it's, early. it's, it's one of our it is good. While rifling through the reams of unpublished articles and investigation notes which Barker had created over the years but had never gotten around to printing, Hall stumbled across a pair of odd clippings that contained a fascinating first-hand account written by journalist and eyewitness Robert Cockrell regarding a nighttime sighting on June 16, 1964 that had left him both frightened and flummoxed. Flummoxed. It's a combo. But that wasn't all. Hall also discovered pages of never-before-seen correspondence between the young reporter and Gray Barker, which revealed information that had previously been cut out of the original articles by what many regarded to have been an unsympathetic newspaper editor at the Grafton Sentinel. Fucking media twisting the shit to the narrative that they want. Always. That's how they fucking control you. Every time. Hall also unearthed an early unpublished draft of an article based on Cockrell's account that Barker had planned to sell to an unidentified UFO magazine. Mm. So without further ado, here is the most complete version of the encounter available, which Hall managed to assemble at the Gray Barker collection nearly quarter of a century ago. All right. Dope. On the night of June 16th, 1964, an up-and-coming reporter, the aforementioned Robert Cockrell, tidied up his desk at the tiny Grafton Sentinel newspaper and got ready to head home. The evening shift, if possible, was even more uneventful than the day shift. But as the 20-something reporter climbed into his car for the ride home, he surely knew that paying your dues was part of the process. What he did not know and could not possibly imagine was that his life was about to make a dramatic turn toward the bizarre and with it the sleepy lives of many of his fellow small-town citizens. Mm. Things about to go sideways Mm. up in this piece. At approximately 11 p.m., Cockrell was cruising northbound at about 40 miles per hour on the familiar stretch of road between routes 119 and 50 along what is known as Riverside Drive in the west end of Grafton when he slowed into a wide turn. It was at that moment that his headlights caught sight of one of the most anomalous apparitions on record. This is how Cockrell described the scene to Barker. I know the road well. The night was clear. As I glanced up, my high beams picked up a huge white obstruction on the right side of the road, standing between the road and the riverbank on a cleared section of grass. Dun, dun, dun. What is it? it? It's the headless horror of grass. Yeah, no, it's suspense. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I mean the, we the know title of this is, is we headless knew. horror. Actually, it wasn't. It, 
an albino deer. Whatever. He's stupid. Whatever. The horror is coming yeah. up. No, it, it was a, a cloud hamster. A cloud it was a cloud hamster. hamster. Oh. oh my god, that's my new favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. It never was a thing until Chris decided. It totally be an anime. It's Pokemon. Oh my god. Yeah. Cloud hamster. Dude, I, I feel that Chris and I are inching ever closer to our lives in Japan. All right, fine, fine. Yeah, but Mark does have something to do with it because yeah. Charlie. Because Charlie clearly. is there. I will eventually be there. You know, we're gonna talk about that when we get there. Headless horror of grass. Where are we now? Indeed. What's happening? Standing in the clearing before him was a living creature quite unlike any that had ever been seen in West Virginia, or anywhere else for that matter. Cockrell continued, After glimpsing the thing, my impressions of the beast were, it was between seven and nine feet tall, approximately four feet wide. It's a big bastard. That is wow. fucking Four thick. feet wide. That is like Todd McFarlane Hulk big. Yeah, I think it's like, like yeah. just fucking horizontal as shit. It's like a fridge, Yeah. Yeah and has a seal-like skin or covering which had a sheen to it. It had no discernible head and did not move as I passed by. It's creepy. All right, so it's seven to nine a feet bulky tall. nothing. bulky, slick or sheened, yeah, seal whatever skin, sheened. white, bipedal, fuck all. Just standing yeah. there. It's yeah. not moving. Just doing its thing. It's what all like Silent Hill looking and shit. It's like... Frozen. It, how amazing! Not even because not twitching. It, it, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. If it was twitching, it would definitely be silent. If that thing froze, like in an animalistic effort not to fucking be seen, <laughs> you can't see me. Yeah. Even though I'm gigantic, nine by four, <laughs> fucking yeah. colossus, literally bigger than his car, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Without hesitation, Cockrell lifted his foot off the brake pedal and immediately jammed onto the accelerator, speeding out of the turn before the mammoth monstrosity could lunge into the road and impede his progress. He had no doubt that a creature of such colossal proportions would have no trouble either stopping his vehicle or tearing off the door if it so chose. Yeah, that thing will definitely fuck you up with that size. Oh, yeah. I mean, if that thing is aggressive, you're fucked. Yeah, you're done. Cockrell sped away from the scene, squealed into his driveway, leapt out of his car, and raced into the house with all the alacrity of a child convinced that an unfathomable fiend was hot on his heels. Once inside, the breathless young reporter locked the door, poured himself a stiff drink, and collapsed on his couch, hands quaking, wondering what the hell it was he'd just seen, and more pressingly, what was he going to do about it? Uh, you got to get a couple shots that, down. It's 64. A stiff drink is the cure for almost oh, every anxiety-based yeah. symptom. Yeah. I mean, it kind of still is, but then you got to figure out what's my next move. And he's already a reporter at the local paper. So he knows. He knows the deal. You got to go to the press. You got to deal with this shit. All right. All right. Where do we go? After 20 minutes, the booze had the desired effect of calming his nerves, and Cockrell found that he was able to think more clearly. As a dedicated journalist, he knew that he would have to go back and find out exactly what it was that he had seen. But as a sane man who harbored no kind of death wish, he knew damn well that he wasn't about to go there alone. Yeah, he needed a posse. You, you need, need a posse. Need a That's, there are certain you know, situations, like in the Wild West, when somebody's done your woman wrong or burned down your house, you need a posse. Okay. In 1964 in Grafton, West Virginia, yep. when you see a fucking unfathomably wide fucking thing, you need some buddies. I think you might need a good old-fashioned monster hunt. Oh. With the carnival? Maybe uh, maybe uh, you're predicting the future, yeah, my maybe friend. maybe some accoutrement. Oh. Yeah, some cotton candy, some rides, guns oh. for the kids. Yeah. Guns for the kids. Yeah. Arm the children. Always the best. They're the, they're the future. No, it's the key to fun. Arm the kids, <laughs> they're the future. Okay. Yeah. Being just before midnight, Cockrell knew that most of his buddies would be asleep. 
But out of sheer desperation, he managed to convince two friends, Jim Morse and Jerry Mauser, to abandon their slumber and head out into the darkness to help him find what could only be categorized as a monster. Armed only with flashlights and the moxie of youth, the trio arrived at the silent pitch-black bend in the road. Although there was no trace of the bulky behemoth, they noticed that where Cockrell had seen the evidently headless creature, the grass and thick scrub had been crushed by something extremely heavy. I wonder that they're going out there with just their moxie and flashlights. Like, moxie. we don't own no weapons, so fuck it. We got flashlights. They you probably know we got? own weapons, but we you got know bravery. what? This is a scouting expedition. They're out there just to scope the scene. They're not yeah, out there to kill us. Right. They're, they're not like, oh, imminent danger. They're just looking. It was the 60s. Everybody was armed in West Virginia. To this day, they still are. I'm just saying. In all fairness, that's why I'm saying that that's, borrow, they probably had access to weapons. Borrow like a gun. Said. They went out there to just know. Yeah, they chose they, not well, to. They were hunters mark. of knowledge no. this night, sir. They weren't. They chose peace. Wow. <laughs> really? Why can't you for once? Yeah, whatever. Just once, Mark. Anyway. Uh, borrow a gun call a friend construction smurf hates peace (laughs) (laughs) my hat is very comfortable thank you it is riding kind of high you got some Jacques Cousteau action going on yeah because my ears are fucking sweating because my hair is crazy so why why? don't you take your fucking hat off because you have thick lustrous locks of fucking whatever Fabio hair now no it's John Parr I'm sorry, John yeah, Parr. All right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. It's Parr. not. It's not as bad because your hair was on. Now it's just. Yeah. Now it's crappy. I know. It's Why don't fine. you part it in the middle and? Just... I, because I look stupid. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I do. For it's my benefit, you could. Rehab, Scott Stapp. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enough. Enough. Arm the children. Find your friends. Fight the future. Get a drink. Fight the future. Win determined. Determined. <laughs> my friends. Determined. Determined. To find their colossal quarry, the intrepid triad made their way down to the muddy banks of the Tigart River, searching for any sign of the pale, glistening-skinned bipedal brute. It's unknown if Mouser and Morse genuinely believed Cockrell's account, or if they were only there to show support for their friend. Perhaps the whole thing was merely a lark, but if that was the case, it would change the moment they heard a low, nearly subsonic whistle emanate from the night-obscured waters. Uh oh. Yeah. Sutton's a whistling whistle. All three, who were sage enough to ignore Scooby Doo protocols and stick together, mm-hmm. testified that no matter what direction they traveled along the river, this deep whistling noise followed them. The unnerving sound eventually proved too much, and the friends beat a hasty retreat to their vehicles, convinced that it was the voyeuristic vermin making these odd noises. The voyeuristic vermin. You like that? I do. The following morning, Cockrell went into work, and in a show of what can only be identified as journalistic integrity bolstered by raw courage, the young reporter filed the story of what he and his friends had experienced the previous eve. The Grafton Sentinel editor was, to say the least, not impressed with his employee's story. No, yeah, I assume we probably wouldn't be. When you're the boss and you're... Young reporter's like, hey, I got some news for you. And then he tells you just like, ah, uh, he has a drinking problem. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, great. He's drunk. You know, that's all good and well. <laughs> but as a former fucking small town reporter, I can say one thing. Most editors are just absolutely hungry to fill the pages with anything of interest. Yeah. Small town papers have a huge problem. As, as the editors told me from Charles Itzen, the first editor I, I worked under at the Auburn Citizen back way back in the 90s, um, he told me two things that always stuck with me. One, working for the Citizen means never having to say you're sorry, which was great. Oh my God. But secondly, wow. and more importantly, 
that kid that, that that it's basically old people who want to see what their grandkids did in sports, mm-hmm. what functions are going on around town. Yeah, that's and it. And occasionally, if a real thing pops up, we hammer it into the ground. Yeah, and that is really the protocols for most small town papers. So you would think, by and large, even though I don't know the name or anything about the background of this particular editor, that a weird story like this would have them chomping at the bit to exploit it. But we're going to discuss some reasons why <sighs> credibility. That, yeah, yeah. The cre- well, there's Back a reason why especially. the credibility is tested. And, and Chris is right. You know, this is mid '60s. Yeah, it's a small town in the American, uh, you know, South for essentially, and uh, and and so maybe they were less open to it. But there's a lot of really specific reasons we'll get into. All right. Okay. Some say, and we're going to get into it right now. Some say that the subject of a hulking beast was beneath his lofty journalistic standards, while others insisted that he was responding to the sightings of a hairy ape-like monster which had broken less than a week before in Sister Lakes, Michigan, resulting in a massive media circus and the local police clamping down on dozens of well-armed would-be monster hunters. So the fun police came in and said, hey guys, no more funds allowed. Kids, drop the guns. All right, yeah. In some ways, they're the fun police. In other ways, they're the police police who don't want random fucking citizenry shooting holes into one Oh, you mean the police are overreacting again? Wow. Yeah. And that is not an indictment to any of the law officers that listen to our show. I am not. I love authority. I mean. Pshaw, sir. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, you're, you're being scared. I mean, hold on a second. I hate authority, <laughs> but respect authoritarians <laughs> but respect if they listen to our show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's fair. Okay. Whether's intention was to prevent such a potentially life-threatening situation from occurring in his hometown, or if he just thought that Cockrell was concocting a copycat story, is unknown. But what is known is that he refused to print what this reporter had wrote. But. While the fourth estate may have been remiss in its duties, small-town gossip was as virulent as ever, and by the cessation of the day, a couple of dozen young men had taken up baseball bats and other makeshift arms and gathered at the Riverside Drive location of the sighting to find themselves a monster. You know what we call that? You know who those people are, Rob? Who are they? Heroes. Wow. Yeah, those are the heroes. I I do like that you have a defined and very distinct perspective on what's going on and that you are free to share it. I really admire that. You don't see any of the grays and no. maybe protecting the Dude, people that live no there. there is no gray area. How Random dare you? bullets Ooh. flying out of the no. woods. No. Killing old ladies that are sitting on their back porch. Yeah. All right, first of all, muzzle awareness. And second of all, they had baseball bats and makeshift weapons. So they didn't, maybe first they didn't of all, all have guns. muzzle awareness. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Like that's know where the you're fault shooting. of the old lady yeah. deaths. Exactly. I mean, how many old ladies die a year from random bullets? Give me you, a number. You tell me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have that number. 17. You're probably wrong. Every year. It's probably odd. Wrong. It's one of the great paranormal phenomenons. It's never 18. <laughs> it's never 16. It's always 17. 17. Always 17. Accidental, nice. non-muzzle awareness, old lady deaths. Dude, we've talked about this before. If this shit happened in Auburn, we'd be out there checking it out. Oh, and You know we would be. And you know we'd have weapons. There'd be some. Well, so Chris has swords. I have bats. You have I would have all my barbed wire bats. That's yeah, what I mean. Chris exactly. would have his claymore. There you go. You would have your three daggers, four guns, and no, but the look at as people of youth. I'm not bringing guns. showed up with other kinds of artillery, I might be a little concerned. Yeah, always. Always. Okay. This created quite a buzz in the small community, and the Sentinel was left with no other option but to report the event and the sighting that led up to it. 
So on the morning of June 18th, 1964, the Grafton Sentinel ran a much edited and decidedly derisive version of Cockrell's article with the memorable headline, and this is a gem, Teenage Monster Hunting Party's Latest Activity on Grafton Scene. Mm, see? They're not taking their efforts seriously. Oh, no. No. Oh, no, no. It's rude. The story went on to state, Want to go monster hunting? If so, just join the roving bands of teenagers who are apparently convinced that a quote-unquote monster exists and is roving in the section of Riverside Drive near the city's stone quarry. Wednesday night, several bands of teenagers armed with flashlights, mallets, crowbars, and the likes. Mallets. Mallets. Mallets, I know. Thor fans in there? Yeah, seriously. Were reported searching the Riverside Drive area. The description of the alleged quote-unquote monster again sounds suspiciously like that of a recent report of a monster in Michigan, except that Grafton's seems to be a bit bigger in every respect. One teenager said that the youths on Wednesday night were searching for a creature, quote, nine feet tall and about four feet wide. He said it is agreed that the creature is white, has no discernible head, and emits a weird whistling sound, which of course we all know. So far as can be ascertained today, area law enforcement authorities have taken no official notice of the reports of the Riverside Drive monster. And just for the record, every time you write the word monster, it's in quotes from here on. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Several teenagers, none of them identified by name, have reportedly seen the monster. The tale is even embellished with the theory that the creature was first sighted in the Morgantown area and arrived in the Riverside area via the, and I'm going to fucking completely abuse this name, Monogahala, Monogahela and Tigart Rivers. I'm sure someone out there knows and will say and will tell me why I'm wrong. Email us, let yep. us know. One youth even suggested that it might be an escaped polar bear, but offered no suggestions as to where such an animal could have escaped from. I think this editor is being a real dickhead. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't, I don't yeah. appreciate this guy at all. No, he's, he, I agree with that. He's yeah. layering it on. Following the publication of this classic Teenager v. Monster Hunt, the few citizens that weren't already aware of the situation became inundated with monster mania. The following evening, as the Sentinel editor likely feared, more than 100 Graftonites, adults and teens, quote, thronged to the river at night in hopes of tangling with the headless horror. Yeah, because fuck that editor. That's why. There's some shit going down in town, and you got people trying to fucking take action to protect their fucking loved ones and their property and their collectibles and shit they're and into. Their yeah, and you know what? This guy's being and a the Revolutionary War plates. Yeah. And their Civil wow. War chest yeah, set. And stamps and shit. Yeah, you don't know right. what a monster with no head can do to that. Yeah, you what? got dogs, animals, and monsters kids. Monsters hate well fucking armed yeah, kids, they by hate the collectibles. Way. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. It's well, bullshit. This memorabilia rooms. Yeah. Oh, That's God. why you're so mad. I have a memorabilia room. And it could, I could be affected. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. This fucking guy doesn't take shit seriously at all. These, these people are on the front lines of protecting their fucking livelihood. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, good sir. This fucking guy is trying to prevent that shit by being a dickhead in the newspaper. And okay. that's why you can't fucking trust the media. But can I throw in just an alternate point of view for What's shits that? and giggles? That these people were not trying to protect their sundry collectibles and fucking... Right. What was the mint that used to fucking Franklin Mint? Fucking, Franklin Mint, yes, yeah. All of the great things they used to put out on fucking TBS, the yeah. Superstation, and maybe they were just out there having fun, fucking wanted to frolic with their neighbors and and go fucking monster hunting. Was anybody hurt? Seventeen people, was, old ladies, all no, no on one their was hurt. Porch. You know what? Nobody was hurt. But you know what else happened? Property right. was protected. Life continued. I will agree with you there that yeah. 
it is the press's duty to print anything that is going on of any significance in their community and that a well-informed public is usually a public that is better off. Now this guy. But in this case, it did become kind of... Um, Yellow journalism. It, no, no. It went uh. like psychologically viral and drove tons of people to be in the woods with all sorts of weapons and it could have resulted, could have, but didn't. Didn't, yeah. In injury and or death. Life death. can result in death. Wow. Life, liberty, yeah. liberty like and pursuit of death. Yeah, life, liberty, the pursuit of death. There <laughs> it is. That's another there. classic saying. Yeah, from, from Mark, Mark Stores. Stores. Yeah, yeah. hellerspace.com. Get your, get your fucking swag. Get your we're, t-shirts. We're going to put out a book. It's going to be called From Monkey Wait Dicks to Magic Whales, The Quips and Aphorisms of the Cryptonaut Podcast. <laughs> you actually can't have life and pursuit of death in the same... <laughs> sure, why not? I believe in life in the pursuit of death. We that literally, really we, are, are, like, we literally have a hashtag Heller space. I mean, it works. You just got to go with it. <sighs> yeah. Full commitment to the absurd. Exactly. It is a hallmark <laughs> of us. That's how we do. All right, Robert, I'm going to grab you a beer. Good, sir. Continue. Thank you. In the mid sixties, this might as well have been a scene called directly from a feature playing at a local drive-in. Only this was ostensibly real and potentially, though not in Mark's eyes, very yeah. dangerous. On the evening of June 18th and the morning of the 19th, over a score of eyewitnesses called the paper claiming to have encountered the slick-skinned, broad-shouldered beast at the nearby stone quarry. Cockrell was now officially the man on the monster beat, and with both his personal and professional curiosity piqued, he individually questioned everyone who claimed to have seen the thing, separating the reliable testimony from the fly-by-night and reporting that many of the accounts tallied, and I quote, to the finest detail. After the chaos of June 18th, the Grafton editor reconstructed Cockrell's submitted story, the second story that is, to have an even more condescending tone and published it on the front page of the June 19th Sentinel. It reads as follows, beginning with the patronizing headline, Monster, again in quotes, result of spring fever, comma, wild imagination. This oh fun, my God. This guy's I mean, that just spring fever? Yeah. Spring fever. I'm not going to go off on him yet. I'm going to give him a little bit of time. You, okay? are, you are not going to feel any more charitable towards him. It's okay. You know, I'm going to let you continue and then I'll scream about this guy. Fair enough. This was followed by Grafton's alleged monster, reportedly the personification of the active imaginations of a number of teenagers, couldn't have shown up in the Riverside Drive area if it wanted to on Thursday night. Too many teenagers and adults were roaming that section of the city. Oh, ha, ha, ha. It's so funny, Mr. Editor. Someone should flip this guy's car and set it on fire. Wow. Yeah, okay, I, I thought you were going to wait, but that's no. good. All right. I'm no. just putting it out. No, no, no. no, no. He's got to be in a deck. Yeah. If you if you yeah. if you let it build inside you, no. it'll just no. cause tumors. Yeah, exactly. At approximately 10 p.m., it was reported that cars were almost bumper to bumper along the River Drive, and a number of cars were pulled off the road to permit joining in the area's most popular sport in recent years, monster hunting. This guy, nobody likes this guy. Some 20 reports from persons allegedly seeing the monster have been quoted since Tuesday night when an all-white creature without a discernible head was reported near the city's rock quarry. Wednesday night, about 30 teenagers engaged in a monster hunt, but by Thursday night, the number of teenagers had doubled and the number of adults, and excuse me, and a number of adults had joined in the action. Yeah, fun. So 60 teens and piles of grown-ups. Exactly. Protecting their property. And here's where, here's where your ire will not be peaked at all. Fine. A combination of spring fever, 
lack of recreation facilities. Oh yeah, there's no Recre- fucking skateboard you park. Know, That's why. Exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's no skateboard park to skate at, and there's no pool hall to buy weed from. Yes. So what are you going to do? You're going to go hunt monsters. I dare say better than skateboarding and buying weed, but that's just me. I would agree with that, I'm a skateboarder who bought weed from a pool hall. Don't get me wrong. Both are fine pastimes, but monster hunting is just... All right. The tits... Let's just continue this before... Okay, let's just do this. All right. So this lack of fucking recreational facilities, and I'm going to continue with the story, and the recent publicity given a Michigan town which claims to have its own monster which followed people are believed to have laid the basis for the wildly imaginative story about the grafton once again quote unquote monster Monster. i understand why this guy's wife left him (laughs) and i get why his kids hate him yeah i do because he's fucking no fun tom he's just a big fucking dickhead no fun tom yeah Yeah. but Hey, he's there to report the Defend news. Defend Tom, Chris. No, dude, if, if you're going to give this thing a slant, you're going to be like, all oh, these fucking kids. Blah, 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 this blah, guy blah, blah. might be Literally, an nobody old was man hurt. People were out looking in West Virginia shit. listening to our podcast because he just, no, oh, it's not. Crafton. I know this story. He's not here. And he's going to hear fucking Mark badmouthing him. Chris, run to the rescue. Dude, I, I don't he can't because he's not just... here. Would you let Chris say his fucking piece, sir? He's not say his piece. I mean, it's, no, I'm just saying like, somebody's got to reel in. A, a little bit. Like, he wasn't reeling it in, though. He was just being a dick. You, sir, would fail at debate club. Yeah. Would you let the rebuttal occur? It did. No, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just, just saying. I'm not moment. saying. I like the fun. I like. I like random mobs. Sure. Who doesn't? Yeah. You're right. But I mean, unless they result in lynchings and other horrible, yeah, well, horrible. Well, that's outcomes. what I mean. You, you, you. I mean, that's you a gotta real, You gotta reel that is, in. But mobs. You know, do sometimes result in some heinous shit. Whatever. Nobody was hurt, and you know what. Was the monster found? That's the big question, Robert. Yeah, clearly. It's in the Smithsonian right now. <laughs> Stopped. For all of us yeah, to no, enjoy. The only found cryptid. <laughs> yeah. how, how this fucking Spoiler alert. They found <laughs> it. Never know. I, yeah. Is this the only thing that ever is actually real? What are we talking about? Yeah. Duh. <laughs> this is the most famous cryptozoological account in history. That's why we're covering they it. They found the monster, and then they were like, fuck you, Mr. Editor. Look what we did. Killed you piece stuff. piece of shit. And the desk with which the editor rewrote these yeah. terrible stories is also preserved at the Smithsonian where it says, Tom was a douche. Yeah. The monster's real. Yeah, exactly. but change science forever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Psych. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. The unnamed editor, who we've clearly fucking dubbed Tom, concluded the story with a theory as to the monster's origin that ranks right up there with a hobo and bicycle reflectors. Oh, my Ooh. favorite theory, though. When I he claimed... That that a routine check by the Sentinel, this is a quote from the story, showed that the monster may have resulted from the fact that an individual pushing a handcart loaded high with boxes walked along Riverside Drive on Tuesday night. Yeah. And in the half-light of late evening, this person, a woman it turns out, not that it matters, but that's what it turned out to be, and the loaded handcart apparently took a weird shape for persons having just read the story of the Michigan monster. So when he says persons, he's really saying Robert Cockrell. His, his, he's saying his, his own reporter. Own his reporter own, yeah. right. and, and he is saying that it was a, a woman. I don't know anything about the, the background of this woman. They didn't elaborate on that in any of the sources okay. I tried to look into. Was pushing a handcart loaded high with clearly pre-Amazon Prime boxes, white in color almost certainly, and that Robert Cockrell absolutely mistook that for a bipedal, seal-skinned, headless fuck-all yeah. standing by the side of the Because that makes sense. Because that, ju- that really it, makes more sense it, than anything else. It does not. 
I mean, uh, by a nine foot tall, four foot wide, bipedal, seal skinned, headless creature, or some poor old woman pushing a handcart. Yeah, with but boxes. that's your description of it, dude. I'm well, that's Cockrell's description. That's Cockrell's, not mine. Yeah, yeah, but no, I when I said your, I don't mean your. Right, I mean right, right. 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 No. <laughs> okay, well, but, but but in all fairness, all right. So he's going about forty. He slows into the turn. I don't know how much. Maybe thirty. <laughs> 35, who, who knows? the fuck knows? His headlights catch this thing. He's looking at it long enough to discern what he at least describes. And then, frightened, he speeds away. Now, you, Chris is absolutely right in that we don't know what Robert Cockrell saw. We, right. do, we can't be in his head space. Sure, we yeah. weren't there that night. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But, that haven't been said, um, the distinctly angular boxes... Um, might give the impression, but a four foot fucking wide, Dude, seven to nine foot tall. It's like Tom how the many editor. boxes? How wide is this? Like, all right, so you don't see the woman pushing the cart. You don't even maybe ne- necessarily notice the cart because the headlights, it, you know, it, it falls into shadow beneath the headlights. Right. It was raining. It was uh, hard to see. He's got yeah. high beams on. It go. wasn't raining, but he's got high beams on. Okay, those two things I can say. <laughs> but a, a stack of boxes that fucking big being pushed well, by a lone woman well, seems on. Unlikely. We'll, we'll get to and it. Mistaking does. that for fucking something organic seems even less well, likely. Well, you're assuming those those are specifications are completely true as well. But he was open to the seven to nine. Seven to nine obviously gives you a big range because you could also include eight. Thank you. Eight feet. Well, seven and a half. Yep. Also eight and a half. Eight three quarters. Really? Three quarters. Seven two fifths. Oh, what I'm saying is seven two fifths. Seven and a sixteenth. He did. Oh, he did my favorite. Say I love Get this. Sixteenth, nine feet tall, four feet wide. He was approximating. Yeah. That's still a lot of fucking boxes. Yeah, I love when I have to grab a wrench at work, and I'm like, oh, it's a seven and a sixteenth. It's literally the big three sixteenths. Anything with that sixteenth, and you that you cannot reduce. Yeah, I hate. You know, the same here. I, <laughs> I absolutely hate. hate it, and that's when I go, oh, it's metric. Yeah, I go, oh, it's, it's easy. Five sixteenths. It's easy. It's Fuck a, you. It's a sixty millimeter wrench. Yeah. There you go. Actually, you use one of those today. All right, Robert. And that's when our favorite editor mentioned, for good measure, and I quote, it's fairly certain that monsters don't go around pushing handcarts loaded with boxes. I'm so glad that his kids don't have to deal with him on Christmas anymore. Wow. You know why? Because they deserve a better Christmas than to deal with this fucking guy. How do you know? He might be really loving to his family. They might have dope toys. He's an asshole. He, he might be like a kind-hearted family man who does charity. We're not here to talk about his kind-hearted works. We're here to call him an asshole because he's disparaging our monster. No, uncle. that's you. That's fine. you. I, I'm in my own. Fine, I'll get in my monster boat. We, it's fine. We, I'm we, here alone. We we came here What's ostensibly. That? Right How about that? Wow, that's, like a, that's that? a lot of middle fingers. <laughs> That was uh, yeah. a whole what lot. What for you? What for you? Wow, you took your whole ridden oh, monster man, kayak. <laughs> get the fuck out of town. <laughs> yeah, here I am. I'm the way down the river like this. Sinking. You like that? Yeah. Sinking. Going down like this. Middle finger in the air. Enjoy your piranha. That's right. (laughs) My piranha. Enjoy your dirt river. (laughs) Your dirt river and your single piranha. Yeah. Uh, The single piranha in the river. Dirt river. Enjoy it. (laughs) I I I would enjoy a dirt river. You know me. Well, that's fucking Mississippi. That's all from around here, though. In fact, that's all rivers, pretty much. Very rarely do you see a clear river. There's no such thing. If it's not a dirt river, they're there to move. They they move, and it's dirt. Dirt They're dirty. Yeah, so there. Dirt river. The The Mark Store story. (laughs) (laughs) Dirt river. (laughs) Eventually, like in the cases of the Murfreesboro Mud Monster and the Mill Race Monster, respectively, the thing, whatever it may have been, moved on, and the monster mania 
died down. But Cockrell, fueled by his own experience, continued to pursue his own investigation, eventually contacting West Virginia's own legendary monster hunter, Gray Barker. Fucking Gray Barker's Barker. back, baby. Back Bob Barker. Fuck yeah, Bob Gray Barker. Barker. Spay and neuter. On July 10th, 1964, <laughs> Cockrell wrote Barker, revealing for the first time the names of the friends who had accompanied him back to the river and relating other accounts that he had uncovered, including a 1952 sighting in which eyewitnesses described a large white creature about the size of a wash tub, oddly specific, right. leaping up and down. Most notably, the thing had no visible head. We're dealing with headless fucking creatures here, man. They got their heads in their chest. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly a wash it. tub on it. Saying, yeah. You'd be like, that looks like a thing with a head. Like Modoc. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Modoc well, is fuck. Little, maybe. little I mean, weird I, arms and legs know, and shit. Bit. When I did a face. A drawing of this oh, thing. Or fucking Armenzola. Yeah, you oh remember Armenzola? Yeah, dude. Fucking deep pull, dude. Yeah, it is. Armenzola is dope as shit. I definitely put the head in the body. Yeah. Which reminds me of Mothman, but we'll get to that in a minute. The idea that there's not a head that juts up from the torso. Why can't this be a giant face? Why, why can't face. the tor- torso face? All, all face. Zardoz? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Zardoz. I'll do it all face. There you go. Yeah, puking guns. It's your perfect. Oh. You should be worshiping Zardoz. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Pray to yeah. Zardoz. Fucking guns, dude. Puke them up. <laughs> That's a fucking deep cut. Another remarkable sighting occurred a week later when an anonymous man reported seeing the thing just 30 miles away in Morgantown, West Virginia. Strangely, yet another witness reported seeing a similar creature in the woods near his home which seemed to be unafraid of either weapons or animals and made it a point to avoid humans. Oddly, this account hailed from Missouri. Mm, okay. Right. So we got people seeing similar shit, headless shit. Yeah. Yeah. The same well, basic time yeah. frame. Was this part of a migration track, another similar yet different beast, or merely a copycat report? The lack of details concerning these sightings makes it impossible to know for certain. I mean, maybe the lady with the box is just making her way across America and everyone's it's like, oh, true. fuck, it's a headless monster. It's like that fucking David Lynch movie with the guy on a lawnmower going to visit his brother. I'll never remember the title, but it's that with a hand cart and lots yeah. of boxes. Yeah. I don't remember that, but... It's one of his odder films. Okay, and a, cool. I'm there. Voix that is decidedly odd. Barker, for his part, hypothesized that many, if not most... Cryptid encounters were the result of, and fucking get ready for this, extraterrestrials dropping off their quote-unquote animals on Earth to either test the suitability of the environment for their own kind or to simply offer the creatures recreational time, as if our home world were nothing more than an alien dog park. Yeah, we talked about the SPCA theory. Yeah. The fucking Uh, aliens are like tired of their shit and they're like, fuck this, and they just dump them off. Yeah, so so SPCA, zoo, Uh, fun park. All out there. Not that I necessarily buy any of it. He also speculated that the whistling noise may not have emanated from the creature itself, but from the UFO that was retrieving the beast. By the way, if you guys recall, in The Vegetable Mm. Man, I don't know if it was Jennings Frederick who actually encountered, or allegedly encountered The Vegetable Man, but Gray Barker who wrote down the report, but there was a weird high-pitched whistling sound at the end of that, and it was surmised at the end of that that it was the UFO leaving with the vegetable man. Yeah. So maybe this is just, maybe fucking Barker was just horny for ETs and he could not accept that there were any terrestrial cryptids. And so the vegetable man, I mean, out. Yeah. Headless horror, zoop. Yeah. Who knows? You know, I mean, if, if it's there a pattern was, that's worth if noting. If there was UFO sightings in the area or whatever, then yeah, you know, right, maybe. I mean, maybe, right, well, we'll maybe see. there wasn't at all, as far as I know. All right, we'll see. Yeah, there's not. 
just there's no, there's no foreshadowing there. There, there were none. He's just not. Good. Yeah. Others have theorized that the thing was neither of indigenous or extraterrestrial origin, but, and you're welcome, Mark, originated from interdimensional I don't know, planes. Oh, so we're talking the the, the, the thin veil, the thin membranous veil. Yes, indeed. The sin- Stretched thin. The sinewy veil between worlds oh, opened that's, up. First, I got to say, I don't know. The lasagna-esque why veil. You think that, but that is a very descriptive. Can you imagine if it's like yes, fibrous tendons that get like, peeled? Man. So instead of like, you know, latex being stretched to the breaking nah, point, dude, it actually would make more sense yeah. that these veils would be sinuous because then you could get breakages where things could leak through, but the whole thing won't collapse. Because otherwise it would be like a balloon popping and it's just fuck all. Everything yeah. from there would be here and then there'd be no difference. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know what, dude? Well maybe, done. Maybe, maybe it was thin. Thin. I'm Maybe. not saying it has to be sinuous, but I am saying that if it is like I've always perceived it to be, basically like opaque saran wrap, yeah. a hole would be pretty detrimental. And let's, I mean, I think that my lasagna description was better, the lasagna-esque. Uh, so you mean yeah, lines of it? Yeah, it's like a weird So gooey. you could basically be saying Tomatoes like the fucking, cheese, the yeah. little washers in a, in a car wash. Yeah. There's little shimmying but let's not forget girl too octopi. We are, we are in West Virginia. Yes, we are. And so what does that mean? A lot of weird shit happened there. You got Point Pleasant, you got yeah. Flatwoods, oh, you got so Grafton, much. you got a tons of shit that goes on there. Tons of fucking odd. Kind of like Ohio. Very much Where like Ohio. Where is it in relation to West Virginia? Fucking right there. It is, yeah. I don't know what's below Pennsylvania. Exactly. To this day, I still West don't. West Virginia. I was hoping. But I, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> is West Virginia beneath Pennsylvania? It probably is. Yeah, it is. Is it real? You know this? Oh, you've yeah. done the work. You've, did you drive it? I've, I've driven south before. Oh, okay, all right. So... We discovered what's beneath fucking yeah! Pennsylvania, yeah, Woo-hoo! bitch. I feel, I feel like we talked about this a long Don't time matter. ago. But yeah, fuck well, you, Pennsylvania. We're going to West Virginia. It depends which which way you go when when you get there. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that everything? <laughs> no. <laughs> it depends. You're you somewhere every, else depending on oh, where you go. We're dumb. Uh, yeah, I, right. I mean, I'm not arguing how stupid we are. No, well, I'm spent, saying no. Which, you really are because we're stupid. Which which way you go? Some states, if you just go north, you're going to hit one state. All right, that's fair. But, you know, eventually you just keep going straight. You know where you're going to end but, up? But right somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. But in all fairness, you picked. You said if you just go north. What you just said is it depends on where you go, and I'm saying all that's right, well, true. We're not going to have this argument right now. Is about it an north. argument, just, or is it really uh, us drowning discussion. in fucking liquid stupid? Yeah, 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 exactly. no, yeah. <laughs> no please, please, let's help, let's help our listeners get dumber. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Please. It's all not right. fair to them. So, no, it's not, because they're all brilliant, bright, and beautiful people. In his letters, Cockrell insisted that his and other reliable local sightings were not a figment of imagination or practical jokes. Intrigued, Barker drove to Grafton to interview Cockrell and to take detailed notes on the case, notes which languished in storage until they were unearthed by Mark A. Hall in 1995, nice. bringing us full circle. While Barker may have made his way onto other intriguing topics, Cockrell continued to search for the truth behind what he and a handful of others had seen in 1964. Sadly, his association with the headless horror resulted in years of ridicule and took a toll on his career, Ooh. so much so that he refused to talk about the event for years after. That's just one of the sad That's aftermaths. That's a bummer, yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as Falkville, but it's... Still sucks. Hey, but we're giving him props now, dude. Yeah. Fucking good on you, dog. All right. 
In 2014, Grafton Monster was given the spotlight yet again on a clusterfuck of an episode of Mountain Monsters. <laughs> Obviously, no salient details were revealed. Listen, I don't make it a habit to diss people with shows and stuff. You go out there, you make TV, you're doing the best you can. You're trying to entertain these guys. Maybe they're true believers. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just having a great time being on TV. I wish them all the best. But that fucking show and that episode in particular. Did you watch it? I did. <laughs> because how much do you yeah, see yeah, on the yeah. Grafton fucking Monster? In, in- well, didn't wasn't there in preparation for this? I did look it up, and I started it too. And I, I'm a very sleepy boy, and I have an inju- and I have right. a, I have an injured knee, so <laughs> I go to bed even earlier to help with the recovery of my knee. Or maybe I just got bored as fuck and passed the fuck out. Those are Is both this options. the one where they claim that they had video evidence of the graft? Yeah, they said somebody sent them. Okay, I mean, yeah. this was years ago that I actually right, saw right, the right, episode, right. but. They claim somebody sent evidence, and I thought maybe they... You know, listen, I know most of these shows are night vision and antics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 90% across the board. A lot of nothing happens. What I was hoping for, though, would be at least the first 10 minutes or so dedicated to... You know, the, the story surrounding yeah. the case. Yeah. This was not the case. So, no. again, I mean, if you're a fan of Mount Monsters, good on you. Everyone should be able to enjoy the TV they want. It's just this will not offer you any illumination. And look, man, I'm sure the mountain, I'm sure the mountain monster dudes are good dudes. Unless, oh, yeah. unless they've them. done heinous shit that we, then we don't support that. But I'm sure for the most part, they're good dudes. You never know what TV personalities. Every one minute, someone's cool. The next are fucked. You never know with the human race. Just saying. Yeah, that's the deal. Check it out. If you want, it's there. I couldn't make it through it, but then again, I'm an injured sleepy boy. So injured sleepy, sleepy boy. boy. So in 2018, as we said earlier, to the delight of gamers and crypto enthusiasts globally, oh. the headless horror of Grafton and sundry other paranormal notables from West Virginia were incorporated into Bethesda Softworks post-apocalyptic video game Fallout 76. Yes, in this oh, your thing favorite. is, and if you don't like, I came across this thing early in the game because I just ran across a map. I was like, "Fuck the world," and I had like nothing. And I just ran across the map and eventually came across a shitload of them. No, actually, I came across this and a bunch of snailigasters. Oh, it's got fucking destroyed. Also, they borrowed some shit from Maryland. Yeah, there's a snailigaster. Right there's this. There's the Mothman. There's a couple other uh, random things that popped up. But yeah, this thing fucked me up a couple of times. Did they have a Flatwoods? I think they might. How do you not? I don't know. I Dude, I played it for maybe like two months, and I got so pissed off. Because of the whole multiplayer thing, and I'm on my quest, I'm doing my tapes, I'm having good, I got my camp, someone raids my camp and fucks it up. I'm playing, and all of a sudden there's a bunch of power armors going across the board, and someone drops a nuke, and then I gotta fucking get out of there. You know I don't know what I, you're talking about. No, none of us do. This is why I stick with, 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 uh, with Skyrim. And my new favorite, and there's a new one coming out this month, a Doom. Oh, there you go. Doom's fun. Just run around and shoot things. It's good. I like it. It's a good time. I'm glad. Okay. All right. I wish you guys play video games, but you don't. This, I don't play anything past 1990. Yeah, we're definitely Well, if any of our listeners out there are on Xbox, Something. hit me up and uh, maybe we can add each other and play video games. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll do that in a heartbeat. Oh, no. It'd be fun. I, I have a hard enough time sucking in the privacy of my own living yeah. room. I don't necessarily need to make maybe that I'll part play of some, some That's sweet, what I like. Some sweet the world fucking, at large. Yeah, play some sweet co-op of people. You never know. All right, so... Um, you do that. I will play we... Dig Duck. Dig Duck. All right. I'll get oh, Mr. Dig Dew. All right. So where do we go from here, Rob? How do we end this? Let's round this fucker out. Whatever this undeniably odd entity may have been, and from wherever it might have hailed, the entire incident was, in my opinion, brilliantly summed up by author Kurt McCoy, who on April 11, 2007, while researching and soliciting accounts for his book, White Things, West Virginia's Weird White Monsters, which is in my queue. I haven't picked it up yet. I will eventually, but it's going to be full of shit we'll love. Posted his assessment of how the whole headless horror affair 
compared to a classic monster movie in a Yahoo Groups page dedicated to Grafton writing. And I quote, the crusading reporter discovers a monster and sets out to investigate, despite the objections of his skeptic editor. Teens turn out in droves to look for the monster. The authorities want to, quote unquote, avoid a panic and move to discourage those crazy kids. An eccentric scientist slash investigator, Gray Barker in this case, hears of the story and wants to investigate himself. The only thing that's missing is the reporter slash hero confronting the monster in real three. We've seen this movie. Heck, I grew up watching it every weekend on Chiller Theater. End quote. Wow. And he's fucking right. Yeah. Maybe it's the reporter in me. Old school. Maybe it's the movie lover, and maybe it's my eternal affection for Kolchak the Night Stalker. God bless you, dear Right, right, right. But whatever it is, it makes me love this moist, leathery monstrosity all the more. And there you have it, folks. The Headless Horror of Riverside Drive slash Grafton slash Grafton Monster slash Beast of Grafton slash who the fuck else knows what. This one's cool as shit. It's fascinating. It is. You know, it's funny, because if you distill it, if you really distill it, it's a brief sighting of an immobile thing. Yeah, yes. yes. And it's yeah. a bunch of panicky, excitable teams. A hundred percent. Seeing fucking weird shit by the quarry, the old quarry. It is fucking. still more exciting than the Dover Demon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, the gentle yeah. well, mean of the yeah. peanut. Because they had a panic. Demon. If any cryptid sighting had a panic, yeah, it makes it, it, they'd all be the dope shit. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. That, that ups the intrigue that, by uh, like 70% right. instantly. Yeah, I mean, look, but you had a, you, you know what you had? You had a community come together. Yes. That's the important part. People were out there probably barbecuing, having a good time. People seeing each other. Hey, okay, hey, Rob, what's well, up? Listen, fucking, th- how you doing, brother? Oh, cool. you got it. That's go the dope shit. I, listen, you, 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 you're throwing pork. Same. You got you're your, doing red. You you're got your, you got your mallets. <laughs> you got your, your guns, your right, mallets. That's your dope. Base, you got your, someone had some fucking sweet size or some ninja swords or some shit. No, listen, whatever. Do whatever. You, go yeah. on displays. I don't care exactly. what you're doing. It doesn't lend any more validity to the sighting. Chris is right. You are correct. It's awesome. The whole accoutrement of a Maybe, monster mania. You know what? I, is I love potentially it. Potentially dangerous. I, know. I love but it. Pop culturally, it is the fucking kitty's titties. Yeah. It is the best. <laughs> it is kitty's titties. And I love it. <laughs> is, this our, is this our new level? Of, if we're going to live by cat's tits, is that what we're going to do? Well, really? cats are the dope yeah, shit. Yeah, cats are the okay. dope shit. All right. As our titties, ergo, the cats, the best. The cat's yeah. tits. Okay. All right. So. So that being said, as awesome as that is, what further, uh, I guess, not just intrigues, but fascinates me about this case is the just absolutely um, unmistakably original description of this creature. It is unlike anything fucking else, either extraterrestrially or cryptozoologically that I have. And I, you know, I haven't read it all. No one has, but I've read lots. This is unique. And we don't even really have a point of reference for what this could possibly be because it's just frozen on the side of the road. It's just there. Other sightings claim to have seen it moving and or jumping up and down. Okay, but... All right. So the main sighting, you're right, it's just... Boom. It's the, it's frozen. Yeah. So it's just in that yeah. classic... We're not even cla- it, I'm doing the classic Sasquatch No, you, you, right now you're doing... Yeah. But uh, that's not what it was. Yeah, you're doing DRI guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. totally. Yeah, you are caught in a mosh. Totally. So... You know, uh, theoretically speaking, just, you know, let's say, okay, the interdimensional theory. Yeah. If for some reason this guy was just fucking driving down the road and for whatever reason the veil gets thin and he just happens to see something that's there, <laughs> it didn't move. It didn't do anything. Not particularly. 
except that they did find that there was some disturbance in the grass. They found that the grass was, was by, matted by something by heavy. Apparently something very exactly. heavy. Exactly. Yeah. So they could possibly take it out of the running. Possibly not. Maybe it came through for a little peek and then fucking went back home. I will say we don't this know. For, for just just on the facts of it. If it was a, a person with a cart, there would be runner tracks. There would be wheel 100%, tracks going through. Yeah. And the rest of the grass would be sticking up fine and yeah. unblemished. Yeah. So the fact that Moving. it seemed like it was something yeah. heavy moving around, yeah. and not even just two patches where something would just be standing and then right. moved. And that wasn't found. And it was adjacent to a river. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I know. Like, the burden is now on Chris. Yeah. Now, what, what yeah. the fuck? The burden of proof is on you, good sir. That's wrong. It, it is wrong. But what I will say, it's not wrong. The burden of proof is on Chris. He is. No. He might be the most skeptical of the three of us, but the, the burden of every <laughs> rational yeah. explanation is cannot he, possibly fall on Chris's shoulders. Know he not. has hardy shoulders of a man. I'm not suggesting he's too weak I to think handle he might it. I'm be. suggesting it's unfair to make him do so. His middle name is the truth. Yeah. Christopher the truth. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's yeah. just not right. The burden of proof is always on the person making the claim. Now, the person to defend that it's not true. We're going to work on this. You know what? The editor made the claim that it was all bullshit. Ergo, the evidence or the burden of proof is on him to produce the evidence that it's bullshit. Uh, he never did. So you could turn that around. Mm, no, can. that's not how that works. I know. It's fucking weird. I know. I'm like, no, that's not how that works. The fans. You and I are like, yeah. So now what, Chris? And he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, you fuckers! All right, so you know. Um, All right, but before you go I too guess deep, that there really isn't. We don't really have a point of reference for whether cryptozoology, ufology, interdimensional. Which brings There's us just to another, yeah. now famous case that we did in one of our mystery bag Mondays, which is the flipper. From whence oh, the legendary no. hell or space oh, hashtag yeah. emerged, yeah. and that is. It was this weird, you know, skinny, not skinny, but like it had skin rather than hair, I should say, yep. visible, it didn't, flipper yeah. handed thing that flew away, yeah. but was seen near a, near a river. So right. this was seen near a river. It was seen, well, actually, the first place it was seen was on a patch of grass. First place that Cockrell saw it anyway was on a patch of grass between a road and a river. So it might have used a river as a, a conduit to travel on. Could have, It's yeah. seal-like skin might indicate that it might be a weird bipedal dugong. I don't think it is. I'm just okay. saying. Okay. Weird shit. But what I'm saying is, is it reminds me a lot of the flipper case in that, with the exception of it fucking flying away, we, we don't know its origins. Yeah. But it seems pretty obvious that if they couldn't find any tracks, something that heavy would leave a lot of tracks, and there's just compressed grass leading down to a river. There's no, yeah, there's that no There's prints. a pretty good, if it is real, if right. it's not like a lady with a cart and whatever else people might think, <laughs> then it probably is traveling via these waterways. So it's aquatic, yeah. This jumps or in fucking, amphibious, right. or not even, I okay, mean, you know, you know, I mean, you could be an air-breathing mammal I mean, or whatever again, and being, still spend a lot of time in the water. nine foot yeah. tall by four foot wide, is a, that, that's, not a, that's not a swimmer's body. It's not a swimmer's body. And it's it's not, not an earth body. It's, it's not, not anything you know. No. Michael Phelps does not look like that. No. Sir. But then seals don't look like Michael Phelps. Again, he's a diver, though. No, he's not. He's a swimmer. I thought he was, was a diver. He's a swimmer. Have you ever watched the fucking Olympics no, in your life? No, he's just the guy that he got busted for fucking smoking weed, right? 
Yes, but he's he wasn't swimmer. doing some diving. He swims. He oh, swim races. Who's the fucking diver I was thinking of? Shit, I don't Luganus? know. I don't know. There's tons of. I mean, there's <laughs> literally millions of I think divers. It was actually Greg Luganus because he was years before Michael Phelps. Yeah. That's my fucking. That's how I. Wow. Fucking, and here's yeah. your Olympic moment. Yeah. from Mark Stewart. <laughs> yeah, I'm the worst Olympic announcer yeah. ever. No, believe his arguments. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, He's great. Yeah, no, my arguments are solid. All right, Christopher, what do you think we're dealing with? I don't. I, there's no, like you said, there, when you boil it down, there is this okay thing, this anomalous yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and there's right. there's not so, a lot there. I don't even. There's nothing. You can't you, misconstrue nine feet by four feet. If you wanted to have fun with this, what do you think it would be? <laughs> yeah, no, just 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 look in your heart and look for fun. Look in your Look heart. Look in your heart. Look in you your heart. You think Chris is oh. going to find fun in his heart? He's Open. full of fun. Hey. He's going to find. He's I the funniest person we know. I'm like, Jesus hey. Christ! No, but he will also. But it will be. Why are you turning? Yeah. Listen to me. The fun will be hidden behind a labyrinth of facts, science, and rationality. We can get through. I don't that. know. I pull Nazis out a lot. Here's I don't think this is Nazis. Uh, West Virginia Nazis. Wait a minute. Oh, Hold what was on in a the bell? What was in the bell? <laughs> What's the Grafton Monster? In the, what's, what's in the, the bell? <laughs> so the Grafton Monster came from the Nazi bell. What a bummer! No, dude, it's, it's I don't know, in West man. Virginia, and they're like, "Fuck." Yeah, the bell hatched. I'll plop. Should I try it's to like do my? Ball? Should I try to do my German accent again? <laughs> oh, oh maybe. Are you saying it was a giant like candy bar? You mean, or like what are those eggs? Those awesome eggs all our German friends are eating. Yeah. Yeah. Kinder eggs? Kinder eggs. Yeah. They pop open, it's a surprise. In this case, it's fucking headless horror. In this case, it's the, it's oh, the it's fucking a giant Cadbury. Grafton, yeah. It's a giant Cadbury with the fucking Grafton <gasps> monster. I don't know, man. It could right. be, it could be, it's candy or space. <laughs> candy <laughs> or space? <laughs> ah, nice. It's fucking Hershey's or space. Oh, you know, oh, it's a, candy and space, a monster or a woman with a cart, honestly. Kind of all the same field, really, if you think about it. Oh, yeah, it. no, it's broad spectrum. Yeah, it's a huge spectrum. Yeah. It's fucking, it's crazy. So, Rob, it's are weird. you going to stick with that? You think this thing is moving through the waterways? What do you think? You know what I think? This is going to fuck, this stems from, it oh, just, no. it pops on now. I feel Nazis coming on. No, I, I watch a lot of David Attenborough, who doesn't? It's okay. a wonderful thing to sleep to. <laughs> and he did this great fucking documentary about these secret Japanese water gardens. I'm not going to go into details. Find it on YouTube. It's fucking beautiful. Gardens? Look for the 4K one. Don't look for the shitbag one. Secret Japanese water gardens. gardens. Well, oh, yeah, okay. if you have a 4K. If you have, well, but, but I'm just saying the other one is like, a, like a bad VHS dub from a, okay. a rotten pixelated oh, print. Oh god! All right. Even if you don't have a 4K, okay, wow, it still is a better it's quality. It's either 40 pixels or 4K. That's all yeah, you get. It's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> so among the many things, pixels. there's all these rivers and, and creeks and outlets that run through this town that's being fed by these natural springs. I'm going to get to the core of it. Um, they focused on this little creature, this little malicious-looking thingy, an insect that lived in the water that would like pop out and grab fish or other things and eat it. Whoa. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a fucked up little thing. I wouldn't want to step on that. But it was, you know, aquatic, and then it climbs out onto the stem and sits there, and sits there, and then eventually its back rips open, and out comes a fuck-sucking dragonfly. So it was a nymph huh? of a dragonfly. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Larval phase. This is real? This is real. This is how they work. Fuck I mean, at least this thing. one, it was the ring-tailed or the gold-ringed dragonfly uh, from Japan. I don't know. And it jumps out and eats fish? It, it buries itself under like the silt in the rocks. Right, comes up and just snags living things as prey. Like how big a fish? Well, like little about? tiny minnow things. All like right, it's not right, like right. it's not a beast. Right. It's not a seven foot. Yeah, it's yeah. Like no, you're picturing like a fucking like Flash Gordon yeah, like a, when like, he was running on a boreal <laughs> like and that fucking like thing a came beast, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing that's like a deep that. Dive, right. But my point is this: 
this this I... thing seems completely terrestrial, or in this case, aquatic. Okay. And it comes out, and suddenly something with wings that is big and gnarly and a great super predator emerges, just rips out of its back, like a Nazaman, if you want to be a Toku fan that was a super deep dig, but whatever. <laughs> Forget about that reference. Just think about this. 1964. What is West Virginia most known for in paranormal circles? Uh, the Mothman, Point Ooh. Pleasant. A pupil or larval Mothman. Wow. Uses the waterways of West Virginia to get around. Just shows up. It's just standing there. Uh, wow. You just, I'm when like it's, Shyamalan. When it's, ready, when it's ready to become oh. its full potential, okay. a flying winged terror, the back splits open. The carcass just gets washed away down the river. Gets okay. eaten by fish. No one ever finds it. Word. But this is the nymph stage of a Mothman. Really? I mean, see, it's not. It's it not was, not it possible. Why you don't see it anymore? I mean, but what year was Mothman again? Sixty four was the first sighting. It's like cornstalk and all that. Other I, stuff. I you know. Okay. I just I, I always attribute Mothman to more of a paranormal state. Agreed. Than, than a physical. Like it, you, you're saying, it starts off as an actual just physical thing of the earth, and then. I am saying, uh, fly, yeah, I guess flies, flies off in the paranormal. First off, dropping a little spoiler for our audience. We have a Mothman month in the works oh, coming up. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. And we are going to deal with both the corporeal, the paranormal, the ufological, and all the Everything elements all of Mothman lore. And we're going to break it down into sections. So Chris is right. In a lot of ways, <clears throat> I consider Mothman to be, and so did John Keel, the guy who literally wrote the book, yeah. right. along with Gray Barker and many others, but especially sure. Keel literally wrote the book. He looked at it as an encompassing paranormal phenomenon right, of which right, Mothman right. was only a small but yeah. essential part. Yeah, well, yeah. We're not going to get into that right now because we can't, but just, but but let's just say this. Um even if it is something that's paranormal or possibly interdimensional or extraterrestrial, it could still have a corporeal manifestation in that it was really flying after cars and really right. scaring kids and really being red-eyed outside of windows, terrifying homeowners. Yeah. If that's the case, then it could have had an equally corporeal origin state, which I know I'm going on a limb. I'm, I mean, I know, again, I'm pissing in the no, wind. No, I know. I'm, I'm just saying like that it could have been. Yeah, I mean. It had a nymph phase that I... was bipedal. And, and think of it this way. What else would explain? Oh, a lot of things would explain. I shouldn't say it that way. How convenient would it be to have something that broad? Because a dragonfly nymph is very broad because it has to fucking encompass these four huge wings. Right. That aren't evident at all on the nymph. Right. Okay. So something that broad I mean, could hide furled I, I know, up I know. nascent I... Mothman wings. Okay. I mean, you are be pissed. about it. You're pissed. Listen, you're pissing in the wind. I know. I'm not, I'm not about it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just I'm saying. Not, I'm against it. I'm not. I mean, it's an interesting theory. One that I've that obviously I've never heard before. Not enough Nazi bell for you. You're not. No, there's just enough Nazi yeah, bell the, there. The bell. So I, you're not mm. like you're pissing <laughs> in the wind a little bit and it kind of splattering back on you, but you're holding it together. Oh yeah. You're adjusting your no, stream. I'm yeah. I'm pissing. Good in the job. Wind at an angle, so part of my slacks are getting wet, but my hands are staying you're, remarkably right. dry. You're kind of peeing on the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. It's a little bit. It's yeah, a drop. Uh, yes. Uh, it's yeah. definitely a drop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're going to have to yeah. wheel off kind a little bit of yeah. yeah. so yeah. that the host doesn't Some, get pissed. Yeah. Somehow you managed to piss in the basket on top of your toilet. Ever done that? Been oh, there a couple. Yeah, been there no. once. But I, I have accidentally hit the bucket that holds the plunger and been like, fuck. <laughs> it's not hard, <laughs> man. And then you have Whatever. to make that decision. Am I going to dump it and fucking really have to scrub no, my hands? Or dude. am I so drunk I'm just going to let somebody deal with that in the future? I have literally gone from the Usually fucking... Usually I try to be a good I guest. I have gone from the fucking wastebasket on the floor to the fucking container on the top to the toilet paper to the floor. Dude, what listen. What the fuck were you doing? I'm drunk. There, there's a I'm radius. Listen. Yeah, I'm drunk. If, you, if y'all got dicks... <laughs> 
if you do, there's you a ra- there's literally a 180 circle. Yeah, of oh, where yeah. You there's can a pee. piss range. Yeah, and everything totally. like it's all like everything's nothing's off the table. Yeah, you're right. You can, you can Whatever's in that anything, range yeah. could possibly get pissed on. Exactly. Yeah, there yeah I've had to clean off places that I thought that no. I never could have peed on. Yeah, and God forbid if you ever piss in the heater, oh, you're done. Anyway. Oh, God, yeah. All right, I've so closing it that. out, Robert, as, much, as fucking batshit crazy as your theory does sound, it's interesting. Four foot wide, hides Four a lot of wide. wings. It does, it does. It, it doesn't have a face. Okay. Or maybe a face embedded on the chest like we talked earlier. What's right. the Mothman? Got a face on the chest. Okay. Doesn't have any evidence. Right, God, head. you're turning me your way, but I don't want to go. Pale and grayish white. Mm, I don't want to do grayish it. white. Listen, as much as, and I know we've abused the phrase pissing in the wind, but as much as I'm doing that, <laughs> I'm also basing it on <laughs> some the of the wind. few key facts that we know about All both right. of these creatures. Sure. All right. I, you know, I appreciate your theory and I endorse it, but I'm just going to go. Just so you know, when you say but, it means you're not endorsing it. <laughs> Just so you know, the word endorse. I'm actually surprised you're you're not. I know. I, I, I am really more am. likely to be about that theory than whatever you're gonna fucking say. No, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm at, I'm at a loss of words. That is not possible. Because you're, tra- you're trying words. to incorporate trying to... ultra terrestrials or meta terrestrials or fuck all no, terrestrials. No, ultra terrestrials. I can. If you're I was trying to, say to do that something, it, if I was to say that it was interdimensional, it would be kind. Of, I already described it. Is that this this guy was driving down the road. And there's happened to be a little break in the veil, and he the saw veil. it because it wasn't fucking doing anything. But what does that mean? Yeah, but just because an animal or what whatever entity doesn't move doesn't mean it's has to be on an other just, side of something. I'm just saying that in this fucking. In this well, what do you mean the other yeah. side? Okay. So you're saying it's when you look through the veil into another dimension, all you get is snapshots. You don't get Man, moving pictures. Man, I was getting ready to fucking back your theory. Now you're just fucking browbeating me like the ground you, about interdimensional like, shit. I feel like you weren't. I was. Do it. I like your theory. Thanks, buddy. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump into your now fucking grafting. We boat. shamed him into it. You, yeah, you did. I hope you're happy. That's not true. I never yeah. brow. Oh, I do browbeat. Oh my god, I yeah, do. you do. But I don't. But I don't. want to make converts job. that aren't genuine. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it is a possibility that's on the table that I don't believe, at least in in my research, has ever been explored before. I do enjoy your theory because I've not heard it before, and it's actually kind of fucking cool. So good job, Robert. Yay! Bobby. Wow, thank you. That didn't feel condescending at all. No, I was excited. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm not. I'm thinking. I'm not clapping because I'm thinking. Okay, you know, he's 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 not on board, Rob. No, I like the fact no, that Chris is thinking. No, no, I said I was more on board than you were on board, and then you became on board. So now I'm the one that has to prove I'm on board because you're a dick. I, I mean, it's it's a great theory. It, it does in an odd way. It totally works. It's and it's know, honestly, totally. if you if you put that against a Nazi bell. There you go. In all fairness, we all know what we're working with here. Totally. No evidence whatsoever. <laughs> Nothing. There's, there's a very quick, quick, quick eyewitness sightings. Yeah. A very, very unusual entity. And and the fact that it just chronologically, to a degree, correlates with another phenomenon. Right. And the fact that I just happened to watch a lot of David Attenborough and I saw that the yeah, other no, night. I was right, like, oh, physics. dragonflies. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're little fish-eating monsters and they fly. <laughs> yeah. Glory. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you got but, sucked into that. So, yeah. That's a great theory. I, I mean, we, we know how the trail goes, so I'm, I'm cool. It's dude, not, this... It's not so much a real theory as it is, what the fuck, Yeah, maybe. but, dude, okay, so let's just say that after this episode mm. launches, let's keep our eyes to the fucking crypto interwebs to see if this thing fucking gets steam. Because if it does, steam. fucking copyright fucking <laughs> 2020 Rob yeah, Morby. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> copyright your hypotheses yeah, here. Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. So there it is, the headless horror of Grafton. 
Uh, fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. Again, I because, hate... Because, you know, again, it's the cotton candy and the yeah, t-shirt. Yeah, it's But fun. here's an interesting thing. It really doesn't seem like Grafton has exploited it. Like, I don't no, hold not, it against... No, not at all. Point Pleasant no, folks they, they have should. every right to turn a buck as much as Roswell picked... Or citizens, I should say. Yeah. Um, to make money off it. it. To me, it does not delegitimize the... The no, actual occurrence at all, yeah. and especially if it's generations later, make your fucking money. But but surprisingly, it doesn't seem. And maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe I think there's like some sign posted like right where the event happened, and maybe you can buy a T-shirt or two there from right. the actual well, landowner, which is great. But I mean, I'm really surprised that they don't put themselves on the map, unless they really are a bunch of people like Tom, that son of a bitch and editor, like. We don't fucking we don't cotton yeah, to that kind of exactly. talk around here because the guy your headless it. monster well, talk. I, I feel like there wasn't enough of an event something needed to have happened right well mothman's off the fucking charts like off the charts well yeah because because of what happened right like, you can't just be like the sight of a thing that was wide there really isn't a lot of <laughs> like there, there yeah. had to have been yeah chris is right you're, you're right too mark but that's think how about people the mill race that's monster. how people are though i mean it starts off with granted a really intriguing sighting then a dude in a green mask apparently running around in front of oh, wildlife the experts. Cats. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. what made that famous more than anything else was the public reaction right. rather than the initial sightings. So right. in that sense, Grafton is uh, an incredible footnote in the history of cryptozoology. Yeah. But I will agree. It's, I mean, I wish that the sightings at the Stone Quarry weren't so goddamn sketchy. Yeah. And the hopping up and down wash tub one, because it would be nice to be able to yeah. fill it out more. And it would be nice if it just moved a little, goddamn it, when Robert yeah, Cockrell well, saw but- it. But it didn't. Dude, when you're when you're a little fucking larvae and you're incubating a you're fucking right. mothman, you you're walk ch- real slow, dude. Well, in all fairness, that uh, that that pupil or larval stage or whatever it is, it's a frozen shell at that point. Yeah, and. It, you have to dig your way out of it, the living entity inside. Yeah, because when it came from the inner dimension, you, I, uh, I don't know about that area. Inner dimension Not area. Not really, no. no. I do like your theory, though. I think your theory is pretty Who's to dope. say that these things are from another dimension and they maybe occasionally come here to breed and this one thing didn't uh, go back as quickly like as a, it should have? Like a weird fucking... Like, like Earth is a spawning ground. Like an interdimensional fucking uterus or egg? Uh, no, gross. I wasn't saying that at all. It just comes here to breed. Oh. Or, I, thought, or, I thought it came or, here to like, yeah, but wouldn't it come here to like Christ, hatch Mark, too? I swear well, to God. Yes, obviously the whole. Well, if you're gonna fuck her, they're gonna hatch. Encompassed. Yeah, why would they All fuck right, so, her and go back home to hatch? How, well, how do you know they have to fuck? Well, there's got to be, be asexual reproduction. Uh, fine. God damn it! He, he, can't you give me? Can't, can't you give, to, give Just give it to me. Mark hates yes. science so much. This is a I planetary do. ovary. The, I clearly hate science. The, you know lo- this. the longer his hair gets, ha! the worse he fucking hates science. I think I have to actually cut my hair. Why? Because the top is like getting wicked bald, man. I don't know. Nick's, my, my my wife's working on hair things for me. I'm gonna go see my. You my, are not balding, my lady. Hair things. <laughs> hair things. I, I, what does that mean? I've got different, Hiroshima head for different days. Different products to help hair. my hair. My John Parr hair. It's getting there never, anyway. I'm working on a meme. I'm wor- uh, <laughs> oh no! Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. When that comes out, oh, you're getting a fucking no. meme. All right. There you have it. Thank you all so very much for joining us for the Kryptonaut Podcast. Hellorspace.com. Get your merch there. Uh, there are sales every week or every month, not week. Sorry. 35% off. Check that out. And we do have some new designs coming up very soon. We do. Again, Again. another drop of designs. We've been going through a, a, just a really creative period. Also, too, um, thank you all to everyone that recently perched, uh, that purchased uh, you know, T-shirts and hoodies and stuff there. 
post your stuff on Instagram in a story or just up there and tag us in it so that I can add it into like our little album that we oh, yeah, check please. all of our shit with. Plus, it's just awesome to it's see cool to people, see, but people rocking wearing our, our stuff. shit. So just be sure to tag us in it, especially on Instagram. It makes it so much easier than any other platform. Uh, so check that out. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. $1 is a shout out. $5 is a shout out and some bonus audio. We are actually, after this podcast, going to be recording the first episode of March for mm-hmm. Patreon. So be sure to check that out. Um, the, ooh, the Instas, the Twitters, and the Facebooks. Check all that. Our Facebook group is super fun. It is. Lots of good memes, lots of good times, lots of Rob fun Thompson. stuff. And uh, yeah, Robert Thompson holding it down over there. Thank you so very much. Bunch of people joined this week, too. Really? Tons of people. Dope. It's fun. It's I love crazy. going on. The shit about the, the cult was hilarious. Everything that's randomly posted there, I, I end up laughing out loud so often. It's it's just a great yeah. fucking yeah, it's awesome. place to visit. It I really it gets me on Facebook more than I ever ever would be. Totally, totally. So there you have it. Thank you all so very much, and we'll be talking to you soon. Happy New Year. Real quick before we end this episode, I want to give a little bit of a correction. As per last episode for the Ouija uh, riot at the very end, past the music, we talked about Sublime covering Bad Religion. Uh, fuck Armageddon. This is hell. Yeah, it's really it was sad. it was wrong. It was actually. It was Dave Matthews. No, 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 no. It was not <laughs> oh Dave Matthews. Oh my God! No, actually, Sublime covered. Uh, we're only gonna die for our own arrogance. Oh, by bad we're religion. only gonna die. All right. Yeah. So Sublime covered that. But I'm gonna say this: Biohazard did it first, and Biohazard did it better. So was Sublime covering bad religions, or were they covering Biohazard covering bad religion? It depends on who they were fans of. <sighs> I feel like Probably they're, they're bad very much in the same aggressiveness, so I don't, I can't. I'm just gonna say that their version of it not so phenomenal. Biohazard's better, and obviously, Bad Religion's version fucking the Supreme. That's the real so, mystery well, we want to leave you with. Yeah, who who did a who did a better Bad Religion cover, and who inspired whom? Yeah, exactly. You know who's not involved? Dave fucking Matthews. Ever, at yeah. least not in this. Yeah, don't go support that. Guy. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, ha! yeah, it's true. All right, Dust Generator. Oh my god. <laughs> like a rock generator. <laughs> oh no. I I know. I play guitar. I know. I play no. You have to play it when you do that. Generator. Oh. <laughs> that sucks so bad. I am so sorry. Oh my god, never Shut it off. Shut the fucking thing off. Shut it off. Shut it off. Oh, God. Oh, it's worse than the coronavirus. Oh, my God. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Shut it off. Hurry up. Up with no, you're doing good. You're doing perfect. Then don't bring it up. Dude, we would have been 30 seconds into it. He's like, doing good. No, so you're far. doing good. No, because he has. He only read one thing. He, he, well, he's I'm doing not good. drinking Cabernet Sauvignon where my I mouth know, is slowly. I'm giving him positive reinforcement. Wow. Like my children. So, sort of oh, like saying geez. to someone at the beginning of a ski it's run, don't choke, caught. and that's how they fucking backflip, break their spine, and it's lose the goal. Get cut. You're fine. You're amazing. And let's do the I'll kill you. I know it's gonna get cut. Oh, fuck you. I'm not going to kill you and Chris. You kill, see what he does? Unless Chris you're, kills me first. You're the best. You're amazing. I'll kill you. You both are dead. He's <laughs> just saying that right now. You are a mixed blessing, sir. I'm pretty Listen. sure I've killed you way before you killed me. I'm wow. Already, I'm already dead. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay. Or am I? Because I'm still here. I feel like we're yeah. potting me with too, a rake. Me too, though. <laughs> <laughs>
right. Get together. Chris gets <sighs> cut to shit. All right, here we go. Ready? Fuckers. We're all, we're all dead. Situated near the Tigart Valley River and bordered by dense forests, rolling hills, and lush acres of verdant farmland. Are you going to fucking stop this? Dude, I, it shouldn't be Your doing Your Bush anything. League bullshit. Can you turn the volume this down? This is the a leader. This is our leader. No, it's annoying. I can't keep doing it. yelling at us with a Smurf Carhartt hat. That's <laughs> true. I can't wait for your phone to ring. I can't wait for your fucking phone to ring. Uh, construction Smurf. Yeah, because I don't know. I'm on a fucking life watch for my mom. Thanks. Really? A life watch? Well, really? That's not a death watch. I mean, I'm not going to be morbid. It's continue to live watch. Why do you got to make me feel bad? Construction smurf. Oh my God, it's true. I don't, it, this is low enough, but it's not going to be heard. And I have to read my fucking email. You okay? might get, you you might, you might get construction smurf. I'm reading the story with you on my email. I know you always do. Yes, exactly. I appreciate That's what I'm doing right now. Hey, be Are we pithy ready? with your comments, okay? Oh, Listen, man. construction try, try smurf. To, you're doing great so far. <laughs> hey, dude, what's going on there, lady? My fucking Oh, tits. that's construction smurf? Construction smurf. Oh. Oh, what? Andrew Dice There's smurf? Clay, yeah. yeah, that's what he's, he's a construction worker. Cat calling. Hey, nice dick. Can't call him people. <laughs> Why not? I mean, across the board. Yeah, there you it go. It is the bisexual construction smurf <laughs> yeah. that is clearly he's into not. everything and obscene about everyone. He's not like, he's not going to just cat call him. He's a cat call guy. He's yeah. a nice fucking bull. Yeah, because he's woke as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Look at those tits. Look at those tits. Look at that man tits on that big oh. fatty over oh. there. Look at that dumper. Look at that fucking Look turd. Look at that dumper. Look at that turd cutter. Oh, turd shit. Cutter? Yeah, turd oh, my cutter. God. More, please. <laughs> All right. We've got a new pot. Nice fucking dick here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Look god. At that fucking I can't. sausage. Oh shit. Alright. May I continue? Yeah, hold wait. Let, no, let, let Chris finish dying. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Another remarkable sighting occurred a week later when an anonymous man reported seeing the thing just 30 miles away in Morganton, West Virginia. Maybe it's Morgantown. I might have gotten that wrong if I All did. Right. What's name? Sorry, Morgantown. Or know. Morganton. Did it say one of the articles? It was Morgantown or not? Morganton. Morganton. Welcome to Morganton. Hello, children. Well, there's no fun to be had. There's no heads. You cannot. The creatures have no heads. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. What are we even talking head at the border. Morganton. As soon as you cross the border, your head will be gone. Wow. Why this is we, what happens when I type quick on a quick, we, quick, quick deadline. Morganton. Morf, Morganton. Why are we doing this? Mor- I can't because that, that sounds like, I can't, I it can't sounds do like it. that accent. I can't do it more. That is, oh, that's Morgan. clearly a Morganton accent. We all know. All right. We're all familiar. Hello, friends. Ready? Oh my God. Hello, <laughs> Welcome friends. to Morganton. Indeed. Deposit your head at the door. <laughs> all right, hold on a second. It will come off. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> all right, ready? And... 